Hello there, folks, and thank you for listening to the show. I'm Joanna. I'm Nate, and we are Stranger Than. If this is your first time listening, welcome. We are a podcast discussing unsolved mysteries, weird occurrences, misunderstood phenomena, and creepy happenings. If this is not your first time listening, then welcome back. As always, the Stranger Than podcast logo art is brought to you by Cthulhu Art. The link is in the show notes. Yes, welcome back and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We haven't talked to you for a while and we hope this finds you well. Tonight we're going to bring you a fucked up subject. Cursed and or haunted dolls. It's everyone's favorite. What the fuck is up with dolls? (laughs) I think that people um, equate dolls to being haunted just because, you know, they're anthropomorphic. Yeah, they're loved they're like they're like small little people and i think just uh kind of having like the traits of like a real person but not actually being a real person it's an easy thing to like get freaked out about and if you're convinced that something is um like haunting you or has possessed something in your home like a doll is a really likely candidate because they're the most like thing that is like you a human right right so, so it's it gives it a yeah makes it creepy and it does you know also a lot of energy is put into dolls because you know the kids carry them around and mm-hmm. they're very all their their emotions in childhood are very intense uh, you know especially if it's a bad childhood you know the right. doll may be like the only friend you know and and confidant if you will so a lot of energy gets put into them. Mm-hmm. When I was little, I was convinced, like, my dolls and stuffed animals had, like, feelings. Like, 100%. And that's why I didn't want to, like, give them away, even if they were, like, old and gross and stuff, because I felt, like, bad for it. Like, it knew it was getting given away, and that made me feel guilty. And this is before so, sto- uh, Toy Story. Right. So, yes. like, that's... Maybe you had some haunted dolls that you you passed on to people, or your parents passed on to people. <laughs> well, do you remember that one picture of me with that haunted fucking doll? I have it oh, like, yeah. on the yeah. group page, I'm pretty sure. Maybe not the group page, but the, yeah, I, I, the one of the two. page. I, I if, know I if it's not, it. yeah, you should put it on the group page if it hasn't gone on the group page yet. I should, but yeah, it's me as a baby with that creepy fucking doll like looking right at me. I mean, yeah, that was a fucking creepy looking That's not doll. great. That's a pretty creepy looking doll to have at such a young age. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I completely agree. I remember one time I was partying at a friend's house and I was all kinds of fucked up and had to go to sleep. And so I went into a bedroom. It was dark. Just walked in. Oh, I think you went to sleep, probably. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was on, you know, I was hallucinating a bit. Right. But I was also, I was, I managed to fall asleep. And so I wake mm-hmm. up and I'm still. You know, a little bit, a little bit funny, but now there it's, it's closer to daytime. So there's light coming mm-hmm. in and I wake up and look around and can't see much cause my glasses aren't on. So I put my glasses on and that's when I notice I'm in a room full of dolls, <laughs> all those kind of dolls that, you know, if you lay them down, their eyeballs shut, but yeah. they're all standing up because right. they're all displayed and they're all on a bed. I would say there's at least a hundred of these damn things. All just staring at me. I feel like nothing good comes from a room full of dolls. No, I left that room and then did not sleep in that room anymore because, I mean, nothing happened. There was nothing creepy besides just a bunch of dolls staring at me. And, I mean, it wasn't like they were staring at me. That's just I happened to fall asleep in the middle of the room. (laughs) They all happened to be looking in the middle of the room. But still, not great. Yeah. And did you ever notice, like, 
any movie where somebody has a room full of dolls, like things just don't end well for them. No, not usually. I mean, there's E.T. hid pretty well in the room full of stuffed animals or in the closet That's full of different. stuffed animals. That's kids' room full of dolls. I think the much creepier thing is like grown adults who have like a hundred dolls. Yes, yes. Yeah, because I mean, That's my like the daughters one room. have like a shitload of Barbie dolls and stuffed animals, and they're just they're just like all over the fucking place. But they don't creep me out. But like a grown adult having that same number of like just like porcelain dolls or whatever, like all standing upright in this one like that's the one space. room that yeah. they don't let the cats go in mm-hmm. yeah exactly it's there's something a lot creepier about that yeah well not all these dolls are terrible some of them we're talking we'll talk about today are are friendly cursed slash haunted dolls mm-hmm. let's start with the one that everyone knows about we'll just kind of breeze past it fairly quickly here robert the doll Robert the doll is just like so creepy looking. He it is it is pretty damn creepy looking and I hate how he like doesn't have a mouth almost. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not the best. It's really weird. A lot of people have already covered this, so it's just gonna we're just gonna brush on some of the the points of it. I mean, it's just worth bringing up. It was made right around the turn of the century by a German company. It was a one of a kind doll. It's about forty inches tall. Uh, or 102 centimeters. Well, it was a window display, wasn't it? Something like that, yeah. yeah. It was purchased by the grandfather um, to a boy. The boy's name was Robert Eugene Otto. Hmm. Yeah, I, I had heard that it was his great aunt that purchased it. And then there's also a story that it was given to him by a servant. Hmm. So there's several stories as yeah, to so where it came different... from. Origin stories. Origin stories, <laughs> yeah. yeah, for lack yeah. of a for a better uh, lack of a better term. Exactly. So uh, they're pretty sure that like the company didn't originally make this doll a sailor. I guess it was like a Harlequin or or something to that effect. Uh, the suit that they put on it was probably one that belonged to the boy, and it just happened to fit like when the boy was younger, and so they threw that suit on the on the mm-hmm. doll because they wanted to make it as creepy as possible. I don't know. Sailor suits are just creepy in general. Yeah, like, they are. I think it stems from the whole YMCA thing. It's just <laughs> <laughs> those damn village people. Right? Well, at some point, I'm not sure how soon after the boy got the doll. So the boy's name, again, Robert Eugene Otto. Right, but uh, everyone calls him Gene. Everyone calls him Gene and everyone calls the doll Robert. Right. I don't know. He named the doll after himself, but like the the name that people didn't use for him is what he yeah and i don't know if it happened like as soon as he got the doll or i mean i didn't i didn't start going by nate until i was you know probably eight or nine maybe 10 i decided i want to be called nate instead of nathan so mm-hmm. you know who knows maybe he just decided that he didn't like the name robert and he wanted to go by instead of bob or bobby he wanted to go by his middle name gene hmm. at any rate he goes by gene the doll goes by robert still kind of weird Allegedly, family members would hear Gene talking and then hear a reply in a different voice. And they always thought that Gene was just making two voices. Maybe he was. Mm-hmm. I would bet money that it was probably, that was probably the case. Yeah, but maybe it was the doll. Some people may say the doll did that. Yeah. I know people say the doll did oh, that. Oh, yeah. But... <laughs> well, the the doll, you know, he, the boy... Gene went on, went to college, got married and everything, ended up coming back to the house. The doll was never gotten rid of. He didn't drag the doll around with him through college and all that shit. The doll was just at the family house. Right. Yeah. No, he, 
I guess he got in some trouble, like messing up his toys and everything when he was a kid. And, oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and and he kept like blaming Robert for doing it. And so eventually he was sent off to school and Robert stayed home. Exactly. And then so he he eventually becomes an artist and comes back to the house. And uh, when he gets, when he's an adult with his wife and everything and uh, mm-hmm. the doll is still there and so he starts hanging with the doll again. Right. Well, and I guess the mother had like war- warned Anne that was his like wife like not to live in that house and she told her that like Robert was you know haunting it or basically yeah. that Robert was evil and that now that Jean was back like she was going to wrap up again around. Robert was going to try and like get rid of them the doll was going to try and get rid of them so he could have Jean all to himself because she had kept Robert from Jean for so many years and uh he didn't manage to do that no no she moved in despite despite the warnings with yeah. what she probably inferred as like his like jesus christ your mom's crazy yeah his crazy <laughs> ass old mom like dude your mom is not sound right i would think it was some sort of like passive aggressive like ploy to like just because you don't, you know, you don't like, want to come live here and be married to my son you're not good enough for my son right yeah, yeah. you're not gonna live in the family house yeah but in fact she probably actually believed that the doll was haunted. Probably or so. Or cursed, whichever. Because then the wife is uh, experienced some of the things that... Yeah, yeah. And Jean died first. And the wife just kept the doll on the, around as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, when she died, the doll was left in the house. And then some people moved in. And they experienced some bullshit. The doll would scurry from room to room, allegedly... Uh, the girl the, was a little girl when she moved in. She actually said that uh, she and she maintains the story to this day that she was attacked by the doll, physically attacked by the doll. Wow. They say that his facial expression changes and that he giggles. The family that moved in mm-hmm. after Gene and his wife died, they just donated the doll. Their daughter freaked out a little bit. Crazy shit happened. They donated the doll to and a museum. Just like enough of this doll. We're gonna. So far. In this story, they have the most sense out of anyone. They're like, you know what? Get rid of it all. All right. Yeah, let's just get rid of the damn thing. So now it sits at this uh, museum in Florida. Mm -hmm. And people go there, and if they don't ask its permission, when they take a picture, they claim bad shit happens to them. Injuries. amazing. Like, bad shit happens to, like, a ton of random people. And so, like, all they send all kinds of like sweets to him, and like forgive, and like right. letters Please asking for his me. forgiveness Please and shit like me, that. Robert. Yeah, I didn't mean to take your picture without your permission. I mean, like, I mean, who the fuck? Like, how did that one start up? I, I know that's crazy, but that's where he is today. So you can go see him. Yep. If you uh, you know are in Florida, it's in. Uh... I guess if I was gonna take a picture, I would ask just in case. <laughs> yeah, because you know. Do you know what it doesn't hurt to do? Right. Be wrong in that case. Right. And just be like, I was wrong. It, he, it didn't matter. I didn't need to ask permission. But nothing bad happened. And if you were right and you asked permission and if you didn't, bad shit would have happened, you avoided bad shit. And that's good. Mm-hmm. Although nobody can really avoid bad shit. Well, bad shit from him. So, you know, there's that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everyone knows that one, really. Or most people do, anyway. Mm-hmm. Another one that's pretty well-known is Annabelle. Of course, Annabelle. Yep, that's from the movies. Yep, the Conjuring. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure no one will be surprised. I have not seen The Conjuring. Oh my god, you haven't seen The Conjuring? I don't know why you act like you're surprised when I say don't see a movie. <sighs> it was in The Conjuring and The Conjuring 2. Well, I also did not because see The Conjuring 2. I can't remember what the one that I've... I feel like I've seen them both, but the one that I've seen a few times is like The Conjuring 2, maybe? I don't know. It's hard. But then Annabelle has her own movie, just her Oh, really? There's an entire movie called Annabelle. Oh. It's all about Annabelle the Cursed All. How appropriately named. Mm-hmm. Is it done by the same people who did The Conjuring? I don't know if it's done by the same people, but it's like the same doll. Like they oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the movie. I wonder if they have the same, if, if they have the Warrens in there and all that kind of stuff. I don't know because I actually haven't watched the movie. And I would have, but it was one of those ones where it didn't come on like Netflix or Hulu or whatever. It was like one of those ones where you'd have to like rent it or oh, yeah. for like a really long time. And I just wasn't going to invest money. Yeah, like, not, you know, there's very few movies I would pay to see. Yeah. I mean, in the, in I the just, comfort of my home. I mean, I guess if I'm going to pay to see a movie, I would rather purchase the actual Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Not just, I would rather spend like 10 or $15 on a Blu-ray than 2 or $3 to just watch it for a couple of days or, you know, once online. Yeah. So... I just haven't watched it yet because of those reasons. <laughs> but it's funny that the actual Annabelle is, looks very different than the Annabelle in the movies. It's a Raggedy Ann doll. Yep. And that is kind of creepy. That is kind of creepy, but at the same time, I'm just like, hmm. They don't freak me out so much, those. I think my sister had a Raggedy Ann doll. Yeah, there's Raggedy Ann and Raggedy Andy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she had one of each. And they're just like little mini scarecrows. And I don't know why they don't freak me out as much as maybe other ones, but Maybe because they're less human featured. Exactly. They don't so, have they're all they're and all And they're and they're soft. Yeah, they're know, cloth they're, entirely. They don't have like that plastic or porcelain head. And, yeah. 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 It doesn't even seem like they could inflict that much damage on you. If they were to become possessed and try yeah, to kill you, it's not like, not, I don't not know. by themselves. Yeah. Well, this is another one that's fairly, you know, well known, so I'm just gonna kinda breeze through it. Uh, pretty much a lady named Donna was a college student, and her mother purchased for her this doll in 1970 from a hobby store. A hobby store, I think, is what they used to call thrift stores. Mm-hmm. That's such a weird thing to purchase for someone in college. The 70s were a different time. That's that's all <laughs> I can... I don't know. I don't know either. I wouldn't... That would be the last thing I would think to buy. Maybe Donna had something where she really liked it, you know? I mean, Could maybe be. that was... I don't know. I don't know. At any rate, she gets this doll. And everything's fine for a little while until it's not, basically. Her and her, her and her roommate, Angie, would notice that the doll would move. But not, I mean, it would just change positions a little bit, so they wouldn't really... It was easily something like, oh, was it really, did it really have its arm down or not? Like, I can't really remember. I thought it was up, but whatever. Then she started moving a lot more. So they'd, like, leave in the morning and the doll would be on Donna's bed. And they'd come home in the afternoon, house being empty all day, and the doll would be on the couch. Sort of weird. Mm-hmm. They had this friend called Lou. Lou was smart. Lou hated the doll. <laughs> Lou thought that the doll was evil. The doll is evil. They did not think that this was the case, however. Uh, they did find bits of parchment paper laying around the house that would say, help us, or help Lou, but no one there apparently had parchment paper. Odd. That is odd. And it's like, who's writing these notes? Exactly. Was it Lou? Mm-hmm. Was it 
one of the other ones trying to freak Lou out. Angie or Donna. Maybe Angie was jealous yeah. of Donna and Lou. Maybe Donna was jealous of Lou and Angie. Maybe maybe they were all jealous of each other. I don't know. It was the 70s. Who knows what was going on? <laughs> well, they came home one day and they found the doll to have what appeared to be blood not only on its hands, but coming from its hands. Now, that is strange since its little hands are just full of stuffing yeah well they called a medium the medium said the, uh, that the apartment building was built on land where a seven-year-old girl named annabelle higgins had be had been found dead her spirit just kind of hung around until until it latched onto the doll and just wanted to hang out with angie and donna because she liked them and they were good-hearted girls and they said yes that's fine i don't have a problem with that hmm. i would have had a problem with that Lou started having nightmares where Annabelle would be crawling up his legs and onto his chest to choke him, hmm. which is that's disturbing. not awesome. He couldn't move the whole time, and he was kind of losing his shit and a bit worried about his friends. Yeah, I don't know. Sleep paralysis, that's all I gotta say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lou was hanging with Angie one day when they heard a crash in her room. He went over to check it out and found nothing out of place except the doll was in the corner instead of on Angie's bed. Hmm. Oh, no. As he had approached the door, he heard something rustling. When he opened it, everything was quiet. He walked closer to the doll and said he felt the sensation of being watched. He turned around you know, to see if he was being watched, and he wasn't. There was, well, there was no one there, but then he did feel a pain in his chest as if something had clawed the shit out of him. Which was Were what had happened. A, yeah, they did cut his shirt and he was bleeding. He suspected the doll. Again. Soft doll. Mm-hmm. I guess if there is like some sort of entity in it, maybe it was able to do that with its power. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, little soft hands. Maybe it went and got a little knife. and Something. That's what it used to scratch him up. What it was doing while it was going all around the apartment was like finding razor blades and installing them in its hands. There you go. <laughs> he, uh, despite the severity of the cuts, they were completely healed in two days, which tells me they probably weren't that severe. That severe. Oh my gosh. Like I don't know how big of a guy Lou is, but if he doesn't have very much chest, it's possible that it was kind of like when you get a head wound and it just bleeds like a motherfucker, mm -hmm. even though there is not much there, like not much of a cut, you know? Right. Who knows? At any rate, they called a priest and the priest called the Warrens. <laughs> this looks like a case for the Warrens. Exactly. Like mm -hmm. a, a W that goes towards the screen and then back. Right. They had one that was like Batman spotlight. Yeah, no, 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 no. And it was yeah. like a W, you know. Yeah. As it turns out, the doll was inhabited by a demon that was trying for Donna's soul. They had a priest exercise the apartment, and the Warrens took the doll. Everyone's happy, kind of. The Warrens tossed the evil doll into a bag and started their drive home. They wanted to avoid the freeways just in case the demon and the doll wanted to mess with the car. <laughs> Sure as shit, the demon messed with the car. Engine kept dying, the power steering would go out, and the brakes were acting all wonky. Uh, I thought it was like somebody else's. Didn't somebody else's brakes fail? Oh, that's possible. I don't know. I feel like somebody who had contact with a doll, like kind of at the same time, um, 
Maybe it was like the priest. That could be. I didn't. I didn't actually read that part, but I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I might be getting this confused with another doll story where the whoever was meant to exercise the doll just like laughed it off and then they left. Oh and yeah, they, their yeah. Failed and they got in a fucking accident. I feel like it was something with the warrant. That was no, maybe, but it was a different doll. It was a different. It doll? was a okay. different doll. It's hard to tell since all of these dolls are called like so and so the doll, basically. Right. And they have a, you know, similar traits. Yep, similar uh, M.O. They get up and move around. Be dicks in general. Mm-hmm. Well, car's acting all wonky, so they pull over, and Ed sprinkles some holy water in the bag to stop the demon. Uh, it's not a permanent fix, but it shut that motherfucker up, and so they got <laughs> home without incident. Like, here, take this, demon. Yeah, just, like, dump some water the in there and shake the bag the up. the car ride. Yeah. It'll make me pull over again. Yeah, I'm not turning this car around. We're on our way where you're staying. Annabelle was left next to Ed's desk, where she levitated a couple times and then laid still. Uh, She started moving from room to room again, and so the Warrens called in a Catholic priest to again exercise the doll. Oh, here we go. This priest foolishly did not take this seriously and mocked Annabelle. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, I thought it was her. And on his way home though, from the Warrens, his brakes failed and his car was totaled. <laughs> uh, he survived, the, but the demon was still in the doll. And she's probably really happy with what she had done. I would hope so, because... Like, I will fuck with all who mock me. And you may as be proud of your work. Yep. Well, they couldn't get rid of the demon, so now the doll is locked in a case, which seems to keep the doll stationary as well as keeping the demon in check. I think there's also a note that says, under no circumstances, open this case, <laughs> or something to that effect. This doll is a real asshole, you guys. Yes, yeah. I'm not even kidding. We'll move on here to another doll. Shocking. More dolls. More dolls. You know, there's a lot of these stories. There are a lot of these. It's weird how many stories there are. Mm-hmm, and... You know what else is weird is I watched like a shitload of YouTube videos where it was, you know, caught on tape, like the dolls moving by themselves. Did you watch any of those? I didn't watch any YouTube videos at all. I did all reading research. Well, yeah, but there's just a lot of um, YouTube videos where it's not like stories of dolls. It's just like the, the actual... I mean, like the, the written research, like, yeah, all the stories, like, yeah, not... YouTube, but there's actual like YouTube videos of people who think that their doll is haunted and oh, I understand have it moving, but the, they'll have like set up a camera and it'll record like the whole day. And a lot of times you have to like speed it up, you know. But then like the doll will do all sorts of weird, freaky things. Well, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's like a shit ton of them out there. So probably some of them fake, but there are some really disturbing ones out there. Some some definite fakes and some either really good fakes or some. Pretty compelling evidence. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And some of it's like, maybe it was the movement wasn't faked, but like, I don't know. Shit can move. I have shit move in my room like all the time, which maybe sometimes I think is a ghost, but a lot of time I think it's just the force of gravity over something. See, but But a bunch of like a random stack of papers just like falls on its own or something or a picture falls off the wall and then nobody that's... freaks out. The fucking doll like you know, moves the yeah, tiniest bit on its, its weird. own and everyone just like loses their shit over it. Well, you know, it, it's pretty weird. So like I, when I'm not here, I lock my door mm-hmm. and I come home one day and unlock my door 
And these Doctor Who figures over here are not where they normally are right now. They're all spread across the oh, desk. Oh, right. Yeah, you've told me about your fucking Doctor Who. And that was fucking weird stuff. shit. And then mm-hmm. above your head where that CD are, those CDs are, yeah. that thing was tipped down. Now look at it. I mean, that's it can't. there's no way that's just going to tip on its own. I mean, yeah, it's not. So you think one of the Doctor Who dolls did it? <laughs> Goddamn haunted Funko Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Uh, Funko Doctor Who was just like, you know what? Fuck this DVD case. No, I have no and idea. Just, like, jumped on it until it fell down, and then he like ran off to some other place. But then you came home, and he had a, like, like Toy Story. Like I, I have no idea what happened. I think it's just weird. It is weird. Shit moved in my room when I wasn't here, mm-hmm. and it's. I mean, the door was fucking locked. I unlocked it and came in. But it's weird shit. I think that just. It know, probably was not a haunted shit. Funko doll. <laughs> I seriously doubt it was a haunted Funko doll. But it was okay, so certainly weird. Okay, so if it wasn't weird. a haunted Funko doll, then maybe there I'm in a different. Go. Shit just like happens to sometimes just and randomly then... falls down. Like the force of gravity just. But I mean, does the something. force of gravity moves the fucking Funko doll. Maybe it's over. like slow vibrations over time. It like you know kind of eases. I actually over. checked seismic activity, and there was no seismic activity of any consequence over the past several weeks. Mm-hmm. Were, Around here, you, anyway. You had this much time on your hands to investigate. Well, it's you just do a Google search, <laughs> seismic okay. activity in the area, and then it. I mean, it takes like ten seconds. Mm-hmm. It's long. It takes longer to figure out how to like spell well, seismic. Maybe. If you're just taking 10 seconds to check the seismic activity in the area, maybe, like, your sources aren't all correct. Maybe there is some slight one that it just hasn't recorded. And Well, no, it shows, like, you know, very low ones, like, under, you know, one and stuff like that. You mm-hmm. know, that shit's happening constantly. Maybe, well, if it's happening constantly, maybe it just constantly moved over time. And then at some point, you know, something yeah. inches closer and closer and closer to the edge. The thing is... No matter is, how long it takes, it's going to reach that point where it's just going to fucking fall over. The thing is, is that the weeping angel is on a little stand and it was off the stand. And the stand has like a little peg, kind of like a Lego mm-hmm. connector piece that the foot goes in. So it had to have come off that and then been moved over by magnitude of one earthquakes. I'm just saying it's I'm weird. I'm talking about the... I was mostly referencing the CD rack. Oh, yeah. There's no way that was the case because I... I if I noticed it was... I mean, I go to those CDs with a relative frequency. Mm-hmm, but so, it just has to be just enough. That, it just does enough. look rather front heavy, so... <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like it... I don't know either. A lot of imbalance to tip the scales. So it's fucking it. weird shit. At any rate, back to... Different weird shit. <laughs> we have Mandy the doll. Oh, Mandy. Mandy looks like what happened to one of my um, kids' dolls that I accidentally, <laughs> I accidentally ran it over with my car. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like summertime and they were always like playing out there and like having strollers. This is when they were like a lot younger. This, they were several years younger. Um, so they always had like their baby dolls and the stroller in the driveway and I guess. Yeah, one day I came home and one it was kind of left in the driveway that I didn't see and I fucking ran over it. And its face was like crushing. It was one of Scarlett's favorites too. It was like this weird doll. It was like a baby doll, but it was dressed in a, it looked like a bunny suit, but I guess it was a doggy suit because it barked. Oh. Yeah, if you squeeze it, it would be like, ruff, 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 ruff. That sounds like a good thing you ran it over. Yeah, well, it was not. It did not go over well, believe me, so. Oh, you told her? Yeah, she saw, yeah. Oh, she watched you do it? 
His face was like crushed. Dude, that's fucked up. That's probably her first memory. Like, yeah, it all jagged. Eventually, like, I kind of like popped it out and I super glued it so that its face went back together. It took me a long time to get so like one of its eyeballs was all like huge because it like gashed across its face. Yeah, that doll is definitely going to be haunted. Oh well, I think we finally got rid of it. Whoever has that doll has a haunted doll but now. But she kept it for a long time and it took me a long time to finally get around to fixing it, but then I did. That's probably your first memory. Later in life at therapy. Yeah, then my mom ran over my doll. <laughs> it was just an annoying doll and it was just weird because it barked and That is super weird and that yeah, sounds I mean yeah. it's one thing for it to be like dressed up in something, but it and but then to make it like a dog noise, like a Fuck that. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> so yeah. Mandy, she looks like she's had some tough times as well. Yeah, well... Face is a bit scarred, you could say. Yeah. One day a man is walking past an abandoned farmhouse. I don't understand what kind of situation you're in where you're walking past an abandoned farmhouse. Maybe you just live somewhere where there's abandoned farmhouses It seems everywhere. to me like that's deep. Like, deep in the country where you're, you're walking past. I mean, past. I've seen a lot of abandoned places on my road trips, but usually yeah, but there I mean, isn't how... a whole lot around. So, yeah, I mean... You got to wonder the context. It seems like those places have a lot of space around them. Like it's weird, but maybe not. Maybe maybe it's kind of like Fall maybe City, it's just you know? Country. Yeah, you know, or like Livery or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> this you farm... got a store, and then here's an abandoned building, like right next door. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my gosh! You know, I should post pictures of when we were at the Redwood Forest, and there is this like tiny little town that's right outside of the national parks. And, well, it's National and State Park makeup Redwood. But anyways, there's like this gift shop that's like definitely no longer a functioning gift shop. It's just yeah. like this dilapidated, like abandoned building. But there is like an actual like store and gas station. But then there is like three or four abandoned buildings surrounding this gas station. Like I took pictures. I'll oh, nice. Yeah, group. you should totally post that in the space. I totally will. Anyway, this guy is walking past a farmhouse it's been long abandoned, this farmhouse, and everyone in the area knew that this was an abandoned farmhouse. Mm-hmm. The odd thing about this particular time is that the man heard the sound of crying coming from within. So he feels compelled to investigate. Yeah, there's no real reason for there to be crying coming from in that house, so he well, checks that shit out. Yeah, I mean, if I was like in the parking lot going to that actual store amongst all the abandoned ones, and I walked back out and I heard like a baby crying, I would probably, even though there's people in the area, I would probably... You know, investigate yourself investigate a little yeah. bit and see like what's going on see if there was actually a reason to grab someone Mm-hmm. well the man checks it out he knocks on the door and there's no answer at the <laughs> abandoned house not much of I a wonder, shock like how dilapidated it was you know yeah, i don't the door, know like you know there's only like beams left on one side but he still goes to the front door and knocks. like bangs on the side <laughs> looks through the slats and the fucked up door uh well no one answers you know so he just goes in and there's it's empty except for the sound of crying, which seems to be coming from underneath him. So he leaves and walks around the perimeter of the house and he finds the cellar entrance. I imagine sort of, you know, the cellars that have the two doors that open kind of a uh, like. Yeah, like around the back of the house. Yeah, yeah. The like side of the house. where you see in the cartoons where they hide from tornadoes and shit mm-hmm. like that. Well, probably because he is in somewhere where there's, you know. It seems like it. Tornadoes to be likely. Well, he opens the the doors and he, he goes down to the, the cellar and he sees 
the lifeless form of a young girl who has obviously been dead for some time. And she is clutching a doll. Oh my god, so there was like an actual girl? There yeah, there that wasn't just a doll, there was an actual wasn't corpse. Just a doll. There was a oh human a human girl corpse. Whoa. That's creepy. Yeah. I wouldn't want to hear that. I mean, if you were see that crying and then find a find dead a, body? No, find like a doll, just a a doll. Oh, right, but then to yeah. Cuz then you could kind of be like, yeah, maybe I was just, you know, like that was weird, but when you find a body that's like an actual dead body though. that's super weird when the noise leads you to a dead body like it wanted you to find it yeah that's yeah yeah years later a woman enters the quesnel and district museum in bc canada with a doll damn near 100 years old she claimed that this was her grandmother's doll called mandy and she wanted to donate it so her young daughter wouldn't play with it and break it further it was already in worn condition. There was a large crack in the face, along with other damage. The curator took the doll and later said she felt pretty uneasy as soon as she had touched it. Hmm. As with all things the museum get, they toss the doll in a plastic bag for a few days. Uh, this is done in case there's any bugs in there. You know, it'll right, so they'll die, die. or crawl out, and mm-hmm. they'll catch them and. Be able to figure out what bugs are in there and and all that kind of or, good you know, stuff. Like, does it just need to like stay in the bag longer? Yeah, yeah. What? However, they deal with really old stuff that comes in, and it won't spread any sort of infestation it has mm-hmm. if there's termites or some shit like that. Jeez. I wouldn't think termites. I'd think some other like little tiny, gross bug that like bites you, like, like bed bugs or something. Or yeah, just yeah. and it could be anything. Could mm-hmm. be anything. When workers were in the room with the doll, they would hear what sounded like plastic rustling. It's like the sound of a plastic bag. Mm-hmm. After the bag portion of things, it's time to take pictures of the inbound artifact. Mandy was no exception. Her pictures were taken, and she was left in the place where that was done overnight. The next day when the employees got to work, the place was completely trashed. Anything that was small enough to be thrown had been mm-hmm. thrown. Yeah. Anything too big to be thrown was just knocked over. This was a thing that would happen any time Mandy was left in a room overnight. Like she's a powerful, unruly child. And she doesn't like all these other things. No, or she's just <laughs> pissed off that she's by herself. Like, fuck this. Or yeah, like, you know, when your cat, like, shit somewhere, it shouldn't because it's mad that you left. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Kind of the same thing, except dolls can't shit. I guess so. no. They'll so instead, they stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, they shouldn't be able to break shit. But whatever, they shouldn't be able to do that either. Yeah. Definitely. But I would, I would likely believe that a doll was possessed and broke something. Then a doll got possessed and like shit somewhere. <laughs> yes. And be like, no, like that wasn't. No, that was the fucking cat. Yeah, that was the fucking cat. <laughs> uh, after the folks not fo- that alive. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been feeding it. So if it's shitting, (laughs) what has it been eating? Wait, where is the cat? (laughs) (laughs) No. After the photographs and all that, Mandy was finally put on display. At first, she was near the entrance, which turned out to be a bad idea. Mandy had the tendency to wig people out as they walked into the museum. She also tended to interfere with photography, ruining many pictures with anomalous lights. 
enough people actually complained that the museum finally put the doll in, in a glass case near the back of the building. The curator, wondering what the fuck, got back into contact with the lady who donated it. So she spilled the beans this time. The reason she wanted to get rid of the damn doll is that she could no longer stand the crying she heard when it was in her house. She'd always hear crying coming from the cellar. Once she would get down to the cellar, she would not see a person, but instead the doll and an open window. She also said that since the day she donated the doll, she had not heard any crying. Mm. Apparently there was a movie made about this doll. Appropriately, they called it Mandy the Haunted Doll. Mandy the Haunted Doll. How original. And guess what? Hmm. I have not seen it. I have not seen that one either. I did not even know of its existence. It's odd, though, that nobody reported hearing crying the same, the thing that she had said she experienced with a doll, though. Exactly. Hmm. They had all ex- reported things that she didn't, so... Hmm. That's weird. Maybe it just Maybe didn't have just the opportunity to do that yeah, shit. It could be. Who knows? It seems like you would be able to hear it, though, if it was prying. Even yeah. behind the glass case. Definitely when it was in the plastic phase. Well, if you could hear it from, like, between floors, from outside of a house initially, mm-hmm. you know, at the, that old farmhouse, then... I feel like if that thing is actually making crying noise, though, it doesn't really matter because it's probably not physically crying it's some sort of maybe it's just the energy manifests itself differently depending on the person yeah that could well be the case some people hear crying some people i don't know experience just the feeling of dread or whatever i wonder if maybe since the woman that gave it to the hospital or the museum was a mother and like the man outside that heard it i mean maybe he was like no what was the history of the doll so maybe that's just something her mind just completely manifested she knew that the guy found the doll because it was with the dead body and he heard the crying so maybe in her mind that planted the seed of or maybe you know she's it was the she heard crying and it was the doll and maybe she is a mother and so she is you know matronly and so the doll you know pulls at her that way trying to you know pull at her heartstrings like by crying you know mm-hmm. maybe the man was a father or he at least cared enough that he actually went in and went out of his way to search and find out what the crying was right that is weird so maybe it's just and maybe and, and then it goes to this other place and these people are, are simply doing their job so it has to manifest itself in a more drastic way you maybe. know who knows yeah. that's all speculation another doll that i heard about on another podcast i heard about it on uh knock once for yes and so i thought it was pretty funny and i wanted to talk about it as well great podcast great podcast we've uh talked about them before and uh, i'm sure we'll talk about them again check them out i listen to them every month when they put out their episodes this doll is called billy the idol (laughs) so you see why you know i wanted to do billy the idol yeah Yeah. oh yeah it's just it's his great name Traced back to the central Congo region of Africa, this statue is quite old and is believed to have belonged to some sort of tribal healer. I'm not really sure why this is believed, but that's the story. Apparently, this guy would commune with the spirits that inhabited this doll to do things like heal sickness, divine the future, and punish criminals. Hmm. 
Today, this idol is kept by the world-famous Traveling Museum of the Paranormal and Occult. Name just comes right off the tongue. Oh, yeah. Curated by Dana and Greg Newkirk. Where did they, did they go all over the world or? I don't know if they go all over the world or not. Or if they're just known all over the world. I want some traveling museum of the occult to like come through town. I, yeah, (laughs) that would be pretty awesome. Maybe we should pay attention. Maybe one's come through and we just don't know. Could be. Could very well be. Listeners, if you know of any thing like that that goes around the the United States at all, you know, let us know. Stranger than podcast at gmail.com. When they first got Billy, this was known as the idol of nightmares, which is a terrifying name. I like it. Sounds like a metal band name, kind of <laughs> a significantly more menacing than Billy. That much is certain. Right. But I still can't picture them in anything, but like bleach blonde hair and like a, like pink motorcycle jacket, flying V guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone found the statue in a burlap sack tied shut under a house in Dayton, Ohio. The story goes that these people bought this house, and one day the husband was running some wires in the crawl space beneath and came across this large shape wrapped in a burlap sack and then wrapped in wire. He drug this two-foot hunk of whatever out from under the house and brought it to his workshop where he cut off the wire. Inside the burlap was a jet black statue that he immediately did not like. Mm. He said, just go put it back. Well, he just set it aside and went back to running wire. He was in the middle of doing something and running wire. I don't know if you've ever done that or not. Mm -mm. It's not as much fun as it sounds like, especially when you're crawling around in like crawl spaces or like attics and shit at all to begin with. Well, it's even less mm so. It's like painting or hanging drywall. It's one of those things that it's best just to pay other people to do. He puts the statue aside and just Mm -hmm. goes back to running wire. That night, the couple was awakened to the sound of their young son screaming about a little man in his room, which is going to get any parent running. Right. When they get to the room, their son was just freaking out, saying that the little man from the statue had, from the foot of the bed, slowly pulled the covers off of him. Oh. Fuck that. That would be terrifying. A little statue comes alive, starts, like, fucking with your covers and shit. Oh, yeah. And, of course, guess what? Parents didn't believe it goddamn word out of the little guy well yeah i wouldn't believe my kid either no me neither (laughs) i'd be like shut up and go back to bed dude it is so late (laughs) i have to be fucking up for work in the morning oh my god i can't believe you (laughs) well this happens several more times and they just keep blowing it off until they start having bad dreams they won't tell you what the dreams are about they were so disturbing but it just took one And the husband was like, fuck this. He wrapped the statue back in the burlap sack and took it back to where he had found it under the house. Too little, too late. The nightmares started to happen less and less, but that was exchanged for some poltergeist shit to start happening more and more. Well, why didn't he just put it under the house? I mean, I would have driven that thing like far away at that point. Maybe he was trying to put it back to sleep wherever it was since they didn't, nothing had happened before when they were in the house. Hmm. So he's just, maybe if I, you know, Put the key back, put Just it back. Put everything then, back the yeah. way it was. Un- That's what's going to happen. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah, that didn't, that wasn't the case. Rooms would, would get tossed like the DEA was looking for a drug stash. Lights and electronics would flicker and they would see anomalous shadows. And you know, man, it's probably from that 
Doctor Who episode where the shadows are killing people. But the thought of anomalous shadows just freaks me out. Like we're sitting in a room. There's a light on one side. And when we look over, there's three human shadows over there. Like we look back and it's just the two of us and there's nothing there. There's just this third human shadow. Like that is pretty freaky. Fuck that. (laughs) I don't like it. Uh, They'd even come home once and they found that all of their faucets were turned on full blast. Maybe it was the wet bandits. (laughs) It was probably the wet bandits. (laughs) I mean, that's, that's a pretty likely explanation. Like Joe Pesci and that other guy. Yeah, Yeah, no, no, no. (laughs) From Home Alone, yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's good. I I like it. It was probably the ghost of the wet bandits. (laughs) Well, these people donated the idol to a museum because they'd had enough of this shit. That seems to be like the cure, folks. You know, if you have something cursed, just send it on to your local museum. Exactly. Or uh, uh, Zach Beggins will take shit off your hands, too, I guess. Right. Being curious, folks, the new Kirks, you know, the curators of the museum, uh, did some EVP work with the Idol of Nightmares. Initially, they received simply growls, but as time progressed, they began to get actual intelligent talk. They'd get full sentences, references to past events, and even things that could be construed as jokes. Weird. Without provocation by museum staff, and possibly to their chagrin, people began leaving gifts for the Idol of Nightmares. Turns out, this scary-ass idol is nice as fuck. Those who left presents would have some good luck. And some even claimed the doll saved them from car accidents. Like, a lot of people. I I just don't understand how you know that that's the doll. I know. Like, how do you know that that's the doll working its magic? Is it like you, you, like, car just zooms right past you and, like, a little tiny doll, like... I usually Like, hovers in front of you and then, like, zooms off? Outstanding driving skills. And then, oh, hey, like when I was in that little fender bender a few weeks ago, was that like bad luck? Did Is there some fucking doll at my house like cursing me and that's why I got in the car accident? I don't know. Is that what caused it to happen? Maybe. Is that what caused that bad luck? I mean, did a little like doll <laughs> float in front of your bumper and like flip you off? No. I don't think but so then. I don't then. think that happens when... No, they give you a thumbs up if they're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's like, I don't know... I mean, there's life. There's, like, good things that happen and bad things that happen. I know. I mean, I, I agree with you. I just don't understand. I don't know how they – and they never say how they know. It right. never, It never it never goes into that. I would like to talk to someone. If you've ever had an experience with uh, uh, anything and you believe that thing gave you luck – Or didn't. Or didn't or, your, or, you know, affected your luck adversely, let us know. Uh, drop us an email. Strangerthanpodcast at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear – why you think this particular particular object had an effect on you? Mm-hmm. And how did you know? Why did you know? Why did you know it was that thing that was causing? Exactly, it? exactly. Go into detail. We'd love to hear it. Allegedly, whatever was inhabiting the idol began appearing in Greg's dreams. Greg, again, curator. Mm-hmm. It would deliver messages and bust out with plans of strange machines that Greg believes are used to talk to the dead. I do not know if he ever attempted to build machines or not. So that's a little weird. That is weird. And I mean, that's not also not really a doll. It's a statue, but whatever. It's still, you know, it's a nice one. Apparently you just had to kind of get to know it. It, I guess so. You just had to spend some time with it. Yeah. It was just lonely before it was curmudgeonly. (laughs) Turns out it's actually a real gem. It's just a, it's a, it's a hell of a, (laughs) hell of a statue, a real peach. It's like that old man. That's so gruff and 
you know, a hermit and stuff. And then he, he turns out to be like your total like best friend. Oh yeah. Like, like in, these, uh, like, great things for uh, you. grand, uh, grand Torino. Grand Torino. Yeah. Also like, uh, Ozark. get off my lawn. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Joanna, let's go international. All right. What do you got next? Australia. Oh, Australia. New South Wales. There's a neighborhood there. A, there's an abandoned house. Everyone thought it was haunted and thusly avoided. Well, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. One day, a boy named Carrie Walton moved away. Happens. Mm-hmm. Later in life, he visited, visited his hometown and in a fit of nostalgia took a walk through his old neighborhood where he found that same haunted house. Mm, okay. Still abandoned, still creepy. I bet even more so because of uh, the passage of time. Exactly. All. Well, the thing about the passage of time is that Walton is now all grown up and he's no longer afraid of the house. So he decides to explore it. While walking around, he comes across a couple out-of-place floorboards. He checks this shit out and he finds an old marionette doll in the space beneath. Okay, it's like, stop right there. All right. Do not remove the doll. Have you seen what this fucking doll looks like? Yes. If I saw that doll hidden in some fucking floorboards. Not I'd, touching it. Yeah, not touching it. Putting the floorboards. But, you know, just like, okay, backing off slowly. Out of here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clearly this doll is, should be there for like a reason. Now, you one thing and... you have to, you, it is Australia. So they're used to things trying to kill you. And so that doll probably doesn't look very scary to them. <laughs> I mean, you put it into context. Tougher than we are. Yeah, they're just like, oh, whatever. I don't, I don't see how you look at that doll and you're not freaked out. That's that's like their Barbie dolls look like that. (laughs) Yeah, look, it's a Bobby. Exactly. (laughs) The marionette is the only thing spoken about, so I assume he found nothing else there. He leaves the house with the marionette. Who finds, like, the last thing I'm going to find, I'm going to grab if I go to some place is a doll. Any, it doesn't matter if it's brand new. I'm not going to, I don't know why. Why would you do that? Like, yeah, well, what's the point? Uh, you, like I said, you pulling up the floorboards, yeah, that's one thing. Because, like, maybe there's some actual, like, treasure or something in there. Totally. But um, when you find out that it's, like, this totally freaky-looking marionette doll, like, like I said, you know, Put the boards back. Even if it was just walk away. Brand new, like baby wets my pants or whatever in a box, ob- like with like obviously brand new in like a Target bag or something. I'm still not going to take it. Right. It's a it's doll. Like, Who cares? Like, why was it put there? It seems like it was put there for a purpose. And even even if it wasn't, it's a doll. I don't care. And yeah, just best just to leave it be. Yes. Well. He takes the doll and he tosses it in the backseat of his car. Just throws caution to the wind, apparently. Yep. A little ways down the road, he hears a single high-pitched voice from the back seat yell, Let me out! Which shocks him quite a bit, but not enough to do anything but name the doll Letta. So he shows off the new doll He's to like, people yeah, all around to town. He said this creepy shit, so this is its name. Yeah. He's just like giving no fucks. No. And he shows the people. He shows the doll off to people around town, and they all hate it. Everyone's like, "That's fucking stupid." Some people, it would just make them feel uneasy, but some would look at it and scream in terror. Yeah, because the doll is terrifying looking. You have to, you know, you who are listening to this, get online and 
Search up Letta the Doll. Letta the Doll. It didn't take too long for Walton and Letta to start showing up on TV shows and getting other media attention. Every person who came into contact with this doll felt really disturbed by its presence, and some claimed to even see it just move on its own. I would feel 100%. It was disturbing just to look at pictures of the doll. Walton is terrified of the goddamn thing, and he's been told by more than one medium that if he gets rid of it, he will get tsunamied with bad luck. Do you think they're just fucking with him? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But I, I he like... did attempt to get rid of a doll at one point. But when he got when he like went to go get in his car to go to the place where he was going to dump it, he just couldn't move. You know, marionette dolls in particular. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. You know, they've had a couple of like really creepy. You know, there's Goosebumps the movie, but the original like Goosebumps show. Yeah. From like early nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh well my kids like love it. Not shocking. But there's um well, Slappy, he was featured in the movie, but there's like the original like Slappy episodes. The Marionette. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Slappy the doll. Yeah, he's just fucking awful. There's also this one that was really creepy. It was made a little bit later, like after the first Goosebumps series ended, then they did like a kind of a follow up one. I think it's like R. L. Stein's haunting hour. Okay. And it was like this one about, um, I know Lily is in the title. I can't remember what the, the first part of the title is, but um, Lily is like this doll that this little girl gets who's like life size and looks just like her. God. Yes. Yeah. And then eventually like the doll like takes over her life and basically takes her spirit and traps it into the body of the doll and then the doll... In the, yeah, kind of like a tulpa almost. In, yeah, inhabits her living body and takes over her life and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's and it's fucking it's terrifying. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, Fuck dolls. <laughs> well, I imagine once he decided to not get rid of the doll, he was able to move again. But as far as I know, he still got that damn thing. Mm. Although I wasn't given any sort of, I mean, didn't provide a date, so who knows. Right. I mean, a lot of these didn't really provide dates. I bet he dates. regrets his decision Yeah. to take the damn thing. Yeah. Like I said, you find a doll buried somewhere, it's like, just leave it be. Just leave it be. Just assume it is there for a fucking reason. Right, and probably a good one. Yeah. And don't fucking touch it. No. Mm-mm. Our next doll on the list is also international. This is Okiku the doll. This is the one with the hair. Yes. What is it with, you know... And this one isn't, I mean, it's a pretty benign one. It is. It's just the hair thing. It's weird. It's a weird theme among uh, Japanese occult stuff. Yeah, it is. It is. In 1918, 17-year-old Ikichi Suzuki bought a doll for his two-year-old sister, Okiku. The doll is 15.7 inches tall, 40 centimeters, dressed in a traditional kimono, black bead eyes, and shoulder-length black hair with bangs. His sister dug the doll and carried it with her everywhere, like Hobbes to Calvin. Sadly, in 1919, Okiku got a fever that ultimately killed her. The story goes that the doll was supposed to be buried with the girl, but instead ended up on the family altar. Some time passes, you know, a few months, and the doll is still on the family altar. No real reason to move it. They're not going to, you know, exhume the body just to bury a doll with her. Yeah, no, I'd probably just... Yeah, 
I would just leave it. And it's a nice thing, I'm sure, to remind them of her. And it, it's appropriate for what those altars are for. One of the family notices something strange about the doll. The hair is longer than shoulder length. And the strands were not uniformly long. They weren't all the same length. The hair was past the doll's waist. Mandela effect? No. Had there been some wackiness happen in the universe and that had them remembering an alternate reality? This is not what Suzuki thought. They believed that the soul of their deceased daughter now inhabited the doll, which is why it is now called by her name, Okiku. Several years later, the family moved. They feared that if they took the doll with them, that their daughter's spirit would get lost. So they left it at a nearby temple called Manenji Temple. The head priest was told of the uniqueness of the doll, and he took it upon himself to care for it. When the hair gets long, he trims it, and eventually will just start taking pictures of the hair at different lengths. And that's it. That's all the doll does. Just grows, grows hair. hair. Doesn't kill anyone. Doesn't make someone feel bad. There's no bullshit. It just grows hair. That is pretty freaky, though. It is pretty freaky, but not mm-hmm. in like a... It's almost more freaky, because if that's all it does and it's all they're like claiming it does, it's just like, well... But not like scary, just, I mean... Well, I think a doll growing its own fucking hair is pretty scary. I don't think it... I mean, with what the other dolls do, like fucking shit up, mm-hmm. scary. I'd say this is less scary. I mean, a little bit, you know, I think troubling. it's more scary because it's more believable. I, I give it slightly troubling. I'll give it I'll give it that much. <laughs> I find it troubling, but I would I wouldn't get rid of the doll. Just because I feel like people tend to embellish a lot sometimes with like the really the really fantastical things. <laughs> like what aren't they telling you in this one? Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, it's just the hair that grows. Mm-hmm. In reality it's like controlling everybody in that town. Yeah, or just, yeah, or just that there's something like really alive about it. Even if like yeah. Hmm. I have no idea why. It's growing fucking hair. It's I growing mean, hair. That's... Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Well, you remember the Traveling Museum of the Paranormal and Occult? Mm-hmm. It's good because we just talked about it a little while ago. Yeah, I haven't for... I, you know, my short-term memory hasn't gotten It's not that, that bad. bad. Not, it's not yet. That bad. Not yet, yeah. at least. The concentrate hasn't, hasn't knocked you that far <laughs> on your ass. Ruby the Haunted Doll is also a member of their little family. She's the founding attraction, actually. And um, if you, dear listeners, have a haunted object, you can send it to this museum if you need to get it off your hands. Oh, yeah, that's handy. If they have a variety of information on their website, paramuseum.com, that will tell you how you can do this. So that's nice. Because, I mean, I just said your local museum, and that might be difficult because not everyone has, like, a museum that's going to want to take your haunted shit yeah yeah well these these guys will do it paramuseum.com for sure sure. you can contact these guys we're not actually you know they're not sponsoring us or anything i just you know getting the information out there nobody sponsors us no (laughs) this doll has been in the family of the person who ended up donating it for generations no one who ended up with a doll displayed it as it had the unfortunate effect of causing people to feel ill headaches Nausea, allergies, and exhaustion were all symptoms people would complain about when when in the same room as Ruby. This, in addition to her bad habit of moving around, causes her owners to keep her boxed up and put away. Mm, Yeah, well, can't say I blame them. Yeah. 
It's said that the doll belonged to a distant family member who had died with a doll in her arms. She had been a child and had been afflicted with an unknown illness. No one wanted to get rid of the doll because it would feel like they were throwing away a family member. I guess I can understand that. Oh, yeah. They even went against their Christian ideals and hired a medium to help the spirit pass on, which did not work. People who feel... People who visit the museum don't all feel the effects of Ruby. A strange thing, though, around half the people who pick her up feel an overwhelming maternal feeling. Like they just want to take care of her? Yep. Mm. They treat this old, fucked-up-looking doll like it was an actual baby, rocking it back and forth, cooing to it, some even, like, crying about it. You know, their tears just flowing because they love this baby so much. Mm. Stranger still, many times these actions are done subconsciously. So workers will be having a full conversation with a patron who's holding this baby as if they're holding a real baby, bouncing it, you know, just the shit you do when you just have a baby. Mm-hmm. And they're just not even aware that they're doing it. Exactly. And once alerted to what they're doing, they'll actually freak out a little bit because mm-hmm. they suddenly realize that they feel as if it's a real live baby and it's a just fucked up old looking doll olivia has a baby doll i'm obsessed with i got it for her last christmas great remember how she got like stopped in the airport on the way back yes yeah <laughs> that was just to make sure we weren't smuggling anything in the doll after oh, she'd yes. been stopped in the airport on the way there before she even had the doll because uh she got randomly selected to you know have the stuff <laughs> wiped on her hands to make sure she wasn't making like didn't have like bomb chemicals on her hands and you were like oh my god i hope there's no bomb chemicals in slime <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, shit. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, this baby that I got her. Okay, so before I I got it before we left on the trip. And so I had it, like, hidden in my parents' room, and it was in a box. And this doll is just so realistic looking, and it smells like baby powder, and it feels like a real baby. Wow. And it looks like a real baby. Like, people will do, like, double takes when she's taking it around. Like, Scarlet has an expensive one, too, that's a lot. But, I mean, it's not so much... You can still tell it's a doll. Well, upon first glance, but right. this one that... But with Olivia's, it's hard to wow. tell, like, right at first. At first, you're like, what the hell is that kid mm-hmm. doing with a baby? Yeah. And so... <laughs> Why does she have that baby by an ankle? <laughs> so I would, I would like, think about it, like, all day at work, and I would, like, get home, and if she wasn't there... I would go into my parents' room and I would take her out of the box and I would like hold her and cuddle her. Weird. And I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, I never thought I was going to be like a crazy doll lady. (laughs) All right. Like, there's just something about this doll. And even now, like a year later, every time I see it, like laying around, I still have to like pick it up and hold it for a while sometimes. And it just like feels so good. Is it just because it is so much like a real baby? It's so much like a real baby. So it's probably just kicking that maternal instinct and so much like it. Yeah. And it just, and it feels real. And it, or is it, I mean, like, does it smells real? Does your mom have that effect? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. No, she doesn't actually. She looked at me weird a couple of times when I was like walking around the house holding it. It wasn't jealousy. No, it was just like, what the fuck? (laughs) I was going to do that. What? Like, Holy shit. Nothing. There's nothing wrong with me. Like, <laughs> stop looking at me like that. This is, like, totally normal. Um, Yeah. So, I don't know. There's just something about that doll. It actually, you could put batteries in it, and it'll actually, like, squeeze your finger. Oh, that's the worst. They have ones that are, like, like her, Dude, like we- a real, like a newborn, you know, or whatever they're called. A reborn. <sighs> 
They have ones that like have like heartbeats and like what? breathe. Yes. Stupid. I mean, these dolls can get really, <laughs> really freaky with how lifelike they. Can you're gonna be. you're gonna be holding the doll and it's gonna squeeze your finger and then you're gonna realize there's no batteries in it. I know. Well, there isn't any because I was like, that's just too much. I just never put batteries in her for to do that's that because it yeah. was just like no. <laughs> well, she's already freakishly real to me, so I wasn't gonna go that far. <laughs> <laughs> It might really put me over the edge. I don't know. Right. More over the edge. Whatever. To everyone, but yeah. Okay. Recently, at an event the museum attended, uh, author and event organizer Lisa Taylor Horton plugged her phone into the wall in the same room that Ruby was in. She forgot about it and went to bed around two a.m. The next morning, she gets up and realizes she didn't have her phone on her, so she goes and grabs her phone. And there's a picture time stamped at two forty-six a.m that she had not taken that was in her camera roll. It was a picture of Ruby. And I found I mean, I know so, like, that Ruby was taking like selfies. Yeah. Now I know that if I was there and I saw someone's phone plugged in next to a haunted doll, I would 100% without a fucking doubt take pictures of that doll on that phone. Oh yeah, and just leave it there. To fuck with that person. Oh fuck yeah. Especially if this person was silly enough to not have their phone locked. Although I Hell guess yeah. you can get to the camera without the phone being locked. You can and you can Or take unlocked rather, yeah. Several pictures yeah. before it tells you you can't anymore. At any rate, that's also all in all not a very bad case of haunted doll. There was a weird thing where a lot of haunted dolls were sold on eBay. I'm pretty sure until... Probably there are some haunted dolls like right now on eBay for sale. I would imagine so. I, I would bet money on it. Haunted dolls have been a fairly They're a thing. popular thing as of late. And I, I believe I remember... Which again, I just don't get. It's like, dude, I don't want anybody's fucking haunted doll. I know, right? I think Esoteric Oddity has actually read about some eBay, uh, re- eBay uh, ads for haunted dolls. Another great podcast. Everyone should listen to Esoteric Oddities. Yes. Awesome, awesome people. Jonathan yes. and Sarah. Love them. Great. Harold is a doll that was sold on eBay. I want to say it was he was the first one, the first haunted one anyway. He was sold on eBay in 2003. It goes that a lady was at a flea market or something in Florida when she saw some guy packing his booth up. Some old-ass doll caught her eye and she offered to buy it from him. He like didn't really want to sell it, but he did for 20 bucks. Hmm. The purchaser walked off, but the man like ran up after her and he was like, "Hold on, I got I got to tell you this shit." Maybe that's why he was like kind of off. He's like, "You you don't want that doll." <laughs> and then sells it for only 20, like oh, 20 bucks. All right. Yeah. But then he feels bad cuz he just sold her a fucking haunted doll. Yeah, so he says, "For 60 years, that doll had been sitting in his workshed. He got it for his son as a present when he was born, but had passed away as a toddler or a young child. After his son's death, He'd hear children laughing and singing from his son's room. He'd check it out to find only the doll. Gotta love that. Children laughing and singing is so scary. <laughs> Scarier than them crying? Yes. Crying is more annoying, but laughing crying is annoying. Oh my God. and singing. Singing is just also, I mean, it depends. If they're like singing nursery rhymes, that's pretty scary. Mm-hmm. But if they're just singing like Journey, that's more annoying. 
not against Journey. Just I mean, like if they're just singing a regular song. I was gonna say, yeah, not I'll, insult Journey. Well, no, no, right? it's nothing. It's, I mean, that was just the first band that came to my head. I mean, they could be singing, you know, Bob Marley or Vince Taylor. I don't care. It's annoying. But then laughing, scary. Hmm. I guess sometimes it can be laughing scary. I don't know. Crying is just awful as shit, though. Yeah, don't like, like that. I go in the stores. I mean, like I've been doing a lot of shopping lately since it was just like the Christmas season and all. Yeah. And let me tell you, just going in the mall and all these kids like throwing fits and screaming in yeah. the store. I'm just, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so, so glad I am over that face. Or even if they're noisily happy, that's still annoying too. Like I was it at the store today. Be, but not as much as them. Well, no, I was like, at- oh my God, just like full on crying and having a meltdown. And oh man. At the store today, there was some lady who had her kids ride on one of those. 25 cent machines and the little, the little girl was laughing and then like shrieking in in jubilation mm-hmm. and it was so high-pitched i wanted to die <laughs> and she was doing and her mom was just like laughing and taking pictures and was like you can't hear that anymore can you like that part of your hearing is just it was gone because <laughs> it was, it was some shit long ago it was like some mariah carey shit right there <laughs> Well, what are you going to do when your kid laughs like that? It's kind of hard to make somebody not laugh, and that's, that's a true. thing. Uh, like, don't fucking laugh, kid, okay? You, you have lose... a really annoying laugh. Nobody wants to hear it. You lose that part of your hearing, I guess. <laughs> Other things also began happening to this man and the doll with the doll, and a priest eventually told him to burn it. He tried to burn it, but only managed to cause some superficial damage. In his in, in the attempts. Well, did he put it on a crucifix when he tried to burn it? I don't know. <laughs> did he tie it to his stake? Yeah, I don't know that either. I'm pretty certain he just tried to light it on fire. The man selling the doll just wanted to be up front with the purchaser. And of course, the purchaser thought it was all bullshit. Two days pass. Her cat dies. Girlfriend leaves her for the pool cleaner. <laughs> Begins to have migraines. After four days, she begins to hear the sound of children crying and laughing in the basement. There's no kids down there. When touching the doll, she even sometimes feels a pulse. Mm. For another year and a half, she keeps it in a small coffin in the basement. A coffin? How do you have a small coffin in your basement? I don't know. I don't know. But that's like, that the... is that's weird right there. Well, do you have a small coffin anywhere for you to like pomp a haunted doll into? I don't even have a basement. Okay, but do you have a small coffin? Uh, no, just laying around. Like, is there one in your fucking closet? No, no, no coffins. Guess what? There's no coffins in mine either. Yeah, well, I that mean, was there. Might have been some like handmade ones that Olivia made at some point, you <laughs> but know? not big enough to put a doll. But a I big mean, doll. I feel like I'm in a little bit of an unusual circumstance. Yeah, with yeah. Her. <laughs> and even so, yeah, no, I don't have any. I don't have any little coffins. Well, that's the Where story she those? posted. That's the story she posted in her uh Is she some like anti-abortion freak? Who knows? I mean, I feel like you could just that's go where you could get... get those little coffins is like at some like fundamentalist Spencers maybe? I'll bet you Spencers has little coffins. <laughs> I bet fundamentalist churches that, like don't <laughs> believe in, in abortion and that use them, you know, like here, look, look at this baby in this tiny coffin. That's yeah, what no you're shit. killing. Contacts like the Westboro Baptist Church or something and just like there orders it go. on their website. It's like I need some baby coffins. <laughs> baby coffin, uh, pig's blood. Um, I need some, well, not three even dozen coffins. crucifixes. Like I need some like fetus sized coffins. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Wouldn't in, be surprised. In 2004, Anthony Kinada author of the book, Harold the Haunted Doll, 
in a fit of poor decision-making, purchased the doll. This was before he authored well, the book, the of book course. Was the book successful, at least? Well, uh, afterwards. I mean, he didn't write the book first. He got the doll and then wrote the book. Well, yeah, but I mean, at least he, if he got a good book deal out of it, I'm just saying. I'm not sure how well the book did. I didn't actually look at, you know, if it <laughs> got on the bestseller list or anything. He experienced some fuckery. And he put the uh, doll into storage from 2005 to 2013. In 2013, he contacted Lockdown Paranormal to check the doll out. The investigators reported feeling physical pain. EVP picked up screaming and laughter. And the ovalist hit the words worry and guilt several times. An ovalist basically converts analog stimuli into a digital number that corresponds with a word. Probably hmm. bullshit. The machine, right? Because I'm like, because, how does it interpret well, the signals? It's like, not like I mean, they had to put words in there, and I don't know if they put every word in the entire English language in there or what. But then, like, what sort of machine? What signals is it picking up? I don't know. How is it interpreting those signals as what number to exactly? Like, so I mean, whatever. A little bit open for yeah, but nevertheless. It said creepy things, and so that's fun. Zach Beggins of Ghost Adventures picked up the doll during the TV show investigation. On his left arm, he later found three bruises that resembled a child's fingerprints. Shortly after purchasing the doll, Kinata took it to a friend who was a psychometrist. Psychometry is a branch of psychology that deals with the design, administration, and interpretation of quantitative tests for the measurement of psychological variables such as intelligence, aptitude, and personality traits. I think that means they just come up with ways to measure those things, okay. is what that means. Is they just come up with a way that you can measure someone's intelligence, their aptitude, and any personality traits. Do they assist with doing, like, standardized testing and stuff like that? I told you everything I know about them. <laughs> that is the extent of the knowledge I have. So I'm just seeing, I just feel we'll like give maybe that a would hard maybe. that. We'll give that a hard maybe. If anyone here is a psychometrist, let us know. At any rate, he recorded the conversation with her, and upon playing it back, heard EVPs threatening the woman. A psychic medium brought to the doll by Ghost Adventures, said that she felt multiple souls inside it. Lovely. Multiple, huh? Multiple. Even pictures of this doll would cause people to feel dizzy and get headaches. Kinata posted pictures of the doll online in 2013 and got a bunch of emails complaining of these symptoms. I saw pictures of the, of the doll and I suffered no ill effects. After the show aired, Kinata got a bunch of correspondence from watchers that began to create a narrative about the doll. The mother of an autistic child in Australia contacted him because the child drew a picture of the doll and said that the children wanted to get out into the sunshine, but the black blob wouldn't let them. Okay. I presume that the children are in the doll and the wanting to get out into the sunshine meant wanting to leave the doll. Mm -hmm. This child, Vincent, provided clues that led to information about the trapped souls. One was a man who called himself Harold, for which the doll is named. Two of them were Harold's nieces, and one was an unknown boy. There was a fifth, let's say, entity in the doll. I don't call it a soul because it was a demon. The Black Blob. According to Kanata, the demon is not actually part of the doll, but the doll's owner, meaning that it is not stuck. According to some mediums, it's a pretty high-up demon that gets to hang out with the devil, 
Blobby. But, yeah, Blobby. <laughs> but according to archangels and spirit guides that help out a particularly badass shaman named Michael, it's a weak demon just pretending to be a heavy hitter. Regardless, the shit that gets blamed... Blobby's just full of shit. <laughs> well, yeah. The, the shit that gets blamed on this doll is legion. See what I did there? Mm-hmm. In addition to dizziness and headaches, people have suffered pinches, scratches, coughing up blood, ruptured larynxes, and diver- diverticulitis, Diverticulitis, which is a gastrointestinal disease which inflames pouches in the wall of the large intestine. And basically sucks. You don't want it. Sometimes you need surgery to fix it. Mm-hmm. Where they basically just remove parts of your intestines. So. That's not cool. It's not cool. You don't want that. The lady he bought the doll from even said that the deaths of two people can be tied to Harold. I didn't, I couldn't find any, like, stories behind that. No factual. Yeah, that was it. That's all I had. Statistics about who actually died. Exactly. At one point, Kanata traveled with the doll from his home in Colorado to New Jersey. After he'd made all the travel arrangements, but before he left, Vincent's mom forwarded him a picture Vincent had drawn. It was a picture that had the letters... E-W-R, which is the code for the airport Kanata was going to fly into, and a couple dogs that looked like Hinata's dogs. The drawing of the dogs seemed to portray something to do with the stomach. After the trip, Kanata returned home to find one of his dogs sick. All his guts were all squished in his abdomen and, despite surgery, died. Apparently, Kanata is still working with Vincent to attempt to free the innocent souls stuck in the doll. But it hasn't happened so far. Hasn't happened so far. Okay. Well, the last one that I have is Tickle Me Elmo. (laughs) In 2008, a family bought this doll for their kid, who loved it, obviously, because everyone did. Except for people. Yeah, there's like a lot of shit over the Tickle Me Elmo. Yeah. Well, the boy, James, played with the doll all the time, and so they had to eventually change the batteries. Upon doing this, the doll started saying, Kill James. It was one of the Tickle Me Elmo dolls that spoke. Mm-hmm. Fisher Price offered to replace the doll with a hopefully less abrasive one. This version of the doll was called Elmo Knows Your Name Doll. You'd connect it to a computer and load up the kid's name, and it would like learn a few phrases and, and that kind of thing. Learn the kid's name. Uh, this is probably how it got the word kill into it, but who knows. Uh, I don't know if they got the replacement or not. It's just kind of funny. That's not a haunted doll, I'm sure. That's probably just like an older sibling playing a prank or something. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, there's a lot of... Dolls do a lot of creepy shit. Yes. Whether you actually think they're possessed or not. Yes. Um, my kids have had some really freaky dolls. I mean, there's the, the, the barking one that I ran over. <laughs> yeah. There was another one that it was, it was a baby doll, and it had like sewn into her hand. It was like a blanket... At one point, it used to be sewn onto both of her hands, and you could put her arms up, and she would play peekaboo with you, basically. So if you pulled her arms down, you know, it'd be like, peekaboo, I see you, and it and it would say that it wanted to play with you and stuff, and let's play a game, and peekaboo, I see you. Okay, well, this fucking doll, let me tell you, scared the shit out of me so many goddamn times. When I would, like, go into their room late at night, be dark, you know, and I'm going in there to grab something like i would walk by and it would fucking giggle and it would say <laughs> i see you oh my god yeah all right significantly oh, creepy i was worst. i was actually glad when we were able to get rid of this doll because for some reason 
the freakiest ones or the most annoying ones, it's like their battery never seems to fucking die. Ever. And I bet you when it starts bet- to die, it's like, peek-a-boo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> and that's not creepy at all. Right. Right. So... Yeah, but I don't really think that that doll was haunted. No, it's just shitty. But it just shitty. It, it did <laughs> it did creepy shit. It had some sort of weird sensor on it that would go off, and it just did it at really creepy times, like late at night when the lights are all out and you're just walking by, and it's like I see you, <laughs> and then start g- giggling, like, Yeah, let's play. And oh my god, no. Oh. But I don't think that it was a haunted doll. No, it's just it's just. I was an, glad to get rid of it because you know I wouldn't like randomly walk by it and have it go off at me. And anything that your kids get that make noise is just bad. Right, and you're always happy when it goes out the door. Yes. Finally gets taken to Value Village or whatever. Yes, or just shot. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't shoot anything, but no. But yeah, lots of stuff has gone to Value Village. Yes, That's yes. Damn sure. But pass on the the joy. But yeah, again, like I think kind of the same thing with the elmo it like did something weird in some way it got plugged in and maybe just yeah just who, knows. Just, who knows but it's not necessarily just because it does like creepy shit doesn't mean that it's no i just thought it was funny haunted. that it said kill james <laughs> oh yeah james is just like dude i thought you were my friend elmo right? like fuck you elmo oh definitely traumatizing yes probably for a little kid but but yeah I wanted to talk about a little place called the Island of Dolls. That sounds like a lovely place. Does it? No. Well, let me tell you. Sounds fucking it's actually awful. Not. It's, yeah. There's actually like a. You like Google this thing? There's like a TripAdvisor thing <laughs> where this lady took her four-year-old daughter, and she's like, "It makes it seem like I thought there was going to be like princesses and dollhouses, and it was like this awful place." <laughs> I was like, horrifying. Oh, my God. I was like, lady, do you not know how Google works? Like, no shit. It doesn't oh. take a lot to figure out that this is a horrifying place that you should not take your child at no. all. No. Don't even take yourself. I'm never going to go. No. I am never, ever going to this island. No. And it's not just because of the creepy dolls. I'll, I'll get into it in a minute. There's here, many reasons to not many go. Many reasons to not go to this island. This is another island I've heard about on, on some other podcasts, mm-hmm. too. So... The Isla de la Muñecas, Island of the Dolls. It's located uh, south of Mexico City in Xochimilco. And it's an island, but it's actually like a man-made island. It's what's called uh, Chinampa. Huh. So the Aztecs actually made these islands way, way back in the day. Oh, yeah. There was two uh, primary locations. It was like in the channels of uh, Lake Xochimilco and Lake Chalco. And basically, they're little like man-made islands and, and you grow things on them. So they call them like floating gardens. Yeah, yeah, okay. Are those, they made them out of like reeds and mud or something like that, right? I don't know. I didn't get too much into how exactly it was constructed. But okay. it was just basically to grow extra food for their growing population. And yeah. It was a pretty, you know awesome on their part because the Aztecs were they were a smart bunch of people they were I mean it was a little bit off-putting the whole human sacrifice thing yes, but yes hey we have to pay taxes <laughs> whatever but overall Every society like, has uh, its you know pretty, downfalls um, a pretty advanced culture you would say oh yeah and pretty 
it's pretty tragic. Extremely good mathematics, like Egyptian good. Mm-hmm, that they were basically like wiped out, and one wonders like if that hadn't happened, like how they would have continued to flourish yeah. and evolve. Same thing with the native population of well, all native populations of the Americas. Right. What right. would have happened if there wasn't a bunch of white people coming over and fucking shit up? And yeah, fucking shit up and giving them all smallpox. Yeah, it would have been a vastly different landscape, I mm-hmm. believe. So, anyways, a guy lived on one of these little islands there, and he apparently kind of left his wife and kid and just wanted to go live in solitude on this uh, little island that he owned or managed and, you know, grew some grew some crops out there. And he lived there for several years in total isolation. And then one day in the 1950s or 1950, there's like different sources say different things. Some don't give an exact date. Some say it's 1950 and some say it was just within that decade sometime. But right around the 50s. But right around the 50s, yes. He finds the body of a drowned girl in the canal. Lovely. Yes. And apparently he's just very upset over this, obviously. I mean, I would would be be really upset upset if I found the body of a dead kid. Yeah, fuck that. Right outside my property and where I was living, or anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. It doesn't matter if it's close to home. It doesn't matter whether it's close to home or not. I would probably be disturbed if I found the body of a dead anybody. It doesn't have to be a kid, but a kid would be particularly disturbing. So a few days later, after making this awful discovery... He finds a doll floating in the canal where he had found her body. All right. And he thinks that it must have been her doll, and he starts caring for the doll. Caring for the doll. Right. Like it's alive. Right. Like, because he thinks that's what she wants him to do. Okay. And then it kind of evolves to this thing where he felt like he was being haunted by her spirit, and her spirit was haunting the island, and that... I don't know, maybe kind of like, you know, how kids get sick of their toys and they want more toys. Yeah. He felt like he had to start getting more and more dolls to keep her to spirit. To keep the spirit like, occupied. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All so, right. I, I see the logic so far. He just starts collecting dolls from everywhere, like ones he finds floating in the canals, um, ones that have been thrown out in dumpsters. So does he just like roll around and check garbage cans? Yeah, basically. I think he just go does a lot of like. And how the hell? I mean, how many and... dolls are found in the canal? I don't know. Because I feel like if you if you're finding more dolls in canals, then that sort of like kind of breaks the logic of like this one is from that girl, right? But who knows? Well, maybe... and point in fact that there actually hasn't been any factual evidence um, that shows there ever was a girl. Right. Yeah. That he ever actually found a drowned girl. There's no, um, nothing that anybody can seem to find that actually backs that part of the story up. Which is kind of familiar, like the theme with all of these stories is very few of these stories have any of the real details. Like these mm-hmm. people don't have like, like a lot oh of yeah, them don't I can have tie that to like this drowned names. girl that was out there. There's a newspaper article about it. Exactly, and 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 sometimes it's it's reasonable to believe that there wouldn't be any anything written about it. Yeah, and sometimes it's not. Certainly, maybe one drowned girl in a very poor area of um, Mexico in the 1950s. Yeah, there might and not with be that particular where you can actually definitely and and I agree. Yeah, and yeah, definitely, definitely that. Over the years, he collects hundreds and hundreds of dolls. He hangs them on clotheslines. They're embedded in all the trees. God. He keeps having to get more and more because he, you know, thinks the spirit of this dead girl. Um, 
haunts the place and he's just got to keep adding to it. Yeah, totally. So, that doesn't sound at all disturbed. Yeah, right? He dies in 2001. And when he dies, it's because he either had a heart attack and fell into the water or somehow fell into the water. He fell into the water. But he fell into the yeah. water and drowned in the same spot that he had allegedly found the girl so many years before. Wow. Mm-hmm. These days, his cousin, Anastasio, is now the caretaker of the Island of the Dolls, and it's become quite a bit of a tourist attraction. Right. Like As we know from tourism. TripAdvisor, sometimes people aren't doing their research <laughs> <Yeah>. before going. <laughs> Island of the Dolls. <laughs> Just the name alone. I'd be like, I need to check into this a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, to be so naive to not mm -hmm. even really, like, give it even a second thought. Oh, that must be for kids. Yeah, no. Yeah, Just, no. Like, not at all. Come on. And you have to take, like, a ferry. Like, not, like, an actual, like, like a Washington State ferry. Yeah, but, like, a dude. Like, a dude rowing you along with, the yeah, canal. Yeah, like a long pole and, like, mm -hmm. a wooden barge that, yeah, yeah, yeah. More like Missouri River Ferry or something like that. Something where it's pretty still and mucky and you just need one person to take you along yeah mm -hmm. not driving a car on that one mm -mm. no 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 so i guess there are some scams out there where people you ask to them to like take you to the dock and then ask them to ferry you to the island and there's like this whole other island with a bunch of dolls that they'll take them to instead because they actually don't like to go to the real one <laughs> So you gotta you gotta watch out, I guess. There's the fake island there of the is dolls. There's a fake island of the dolls, apparently. It's like they just went to like a craft and store. And they'll charge you a bunch to like ferry you over there and then they take you to like the fake one and, and they just went to a craft store and they went and bought a bunch of just the doll heads you can buy and then just like posted <laughs> them up in places. Like, yeah, so uh, fucking So island of yeah, dolls. you gotta watch out. You gotta watch out for that if you're deciding to go visit the island of the dolls. Know where you're going, people. Right? There is actually, yeah, there is one article where it kind of tells you exactly at what point down this canal that you're going to see it, like on the, the right or the left, so that you know you're not being duped. Yeah, good. So just, just do enough research and you can probably get to the real place. If you really want to go. If you really want to go. So a lot of people will bring dolls of their own. And so now it's oh, okay. gotten to be even more, I think. Well, that's kind of cool. There's at least like 1,500 dolls on this tiny little man-made island. I like the idea that people bring dolls there. Yeah. I think that's... Even but, if there is no spirit there, it's it's right. nice to feel that there's it's people that are of, like... It's a tribute to Don Julian and to also the supposed little girl that... It's it's nice to think that people will do that. That's mm -hmm. cool. That's a cool thing because it's not like they have to. You want to know what's not cool about the island? Uh, everything about it besides the fact the goodwill of some people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, for one thing, I mean, all these dolls that are super old and been hanging there for look like shit. Oh my god, it just it just they're like zombie dolls, bleached by the sun. Uh huh, just mildew, and also a large number of insects and spiders. Oh yeah, live in them. There's probably bird shit all over them too. Like oh my god, because you know, like dolls are pretty hollow, and I mean, sometimes it's just their head. Or yeah, yeah. So. And it's like centipedes and gigantic totally. spiders crawling in and out of them. And there's so many that it makes even more bugs. I'll bet you, know? you there's like some crabs that are in some that are on oh the ground. Oh, God. So like you'd see like a head moving. It would be a hermit crab or something. I, I don't know if hermit crabs I watched some stuff with some there. people going there, particularly uh, BuzzFeed Unsolved. Matt and Shane, they go there. And it's just like 
it's super fucking terrifying because all of a sudden these spiders are just like everywhere after the sun goes oh down. Oh my God. And they're like kind of looking around and it's like <laughs> the spiders are falling on them and you can see them on their videotape. There's just like giant spiders crawling out of their wow. fucking heads and torsos. Like yeah. I'm not phobic of spiders, but I am. That and, does not mean that I like mm, them. Yeah. And who knows? Who knows what the fuck those, you know, spiders down there got. I believe bigger ones, you're pretty much. They they depend more on their their bite than their True, than any sort of venom. True, but it's terrifying. You're not wrong. It's terrifying. You're not wrong at all. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. So although I mean, I don't think there's really anything like spiritually connected with with the spiders. Yeah. No. Crawling all over the place. I don't think no, it's like no. a sign that they're, they're possessed just, or whatever. No, it's they're just, just living they're, there. You're in Mexico. You're in like a tropical climate. There's and, big spiders there, and, and they're living what's in there. They're living in what's in their environment. When you have stuff like that, that's all like cluttered. I mean, that makes yeah. like a great home for like a whole lot of them. Oh, totally. I mean, hermit crabs will go into all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Anything, anything they can get in. It doesn't matter if it's a a can of some sort or if it's another shell or what. And you can get like gross things anywhere. We were at Disney World. This it reminded me of Disney World, the spider thing that I watched. We were at Disney World, like me and my kids. This was like Disney World trip one. And it was we were in Frontier Town and the sun had gone down and it was still very hot because it oh, was Oh yeah, it's Florida. Florida. Exactly. And all of a sudden this giant fucking cockroach. We've been in Florida all Oh these, yeah, they're no not cockroaches. actually cockroaches, but yeah. Giant yeah. fucking cockroach. Just flies through the air and lands on my son's neck. It's more like a polymera bug or something like that. I have no freaking idea. But yeah, idea. it looks like a cockroach. I know what you're talking about. So he grabs it and he throws it off. And then it flies right back onto his neck. <laughs> and oh. then we kind of like move. We were getting food at one of the stands. And then we go to eat. And all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, they're flying through the air. There are these giant cockroaches. They are coming up out of the floorboards, like the little planks in front of the store. Yeah. The little porches. They're crawling up through the wooden slats. Yeah. Just hundreds of them all at once you hadn't seen anything gross at all all day all week nothing and then just within a couple of minutes they are just crawling everywhere gigantic i mean it was like it's like that one display in like the reptile thing yeah yeah the zoo, the, i wonder if it was like giant just happened to be their time to mate or something and so i don't that's know just when because they come like out to do we went thing. to disney other nights and they didn't just appear in droves like that. When I was there, I only ever saw one. Mm-hmm. And we went there a whole nother time and didn't see any. Yeah. But this one night, just all just of a sudden, they were swarmed by bugs. Fucking everywhere. Giant-ass cockroaches. It was just nuts. Fuck that. And that's what made me think, like, when they're on the island and it go- the sun goes down and just all of a sudden, there's just all the spiders yeah. everywhere. And they're crawling out of the dolls and they're dropping all over the place and there's spider webs everywhere. Oh, my gosh. Not great. So... As far as going to the Island of the Dolls, that's a hard no for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Uh. But hey, if you're feeling adventurous and you're not afraid of spiders and other bugs. Fucking go. Yeah. yeah. Send us some pictures. Yeah, definitely. And then I had one more thing also out of Mexico. It's something I've been wanting to, to talk about for for a while, but just didn't really have a... Oh, is this the that good... bridal doll or whatever? Yes. Nice. All right. Yeah. That's been on the list for since ever. the beginning. Since so, the forever. very beginning. Yeah. Like ever since I heard about her, I was just like, oh my gosh. That was one of the very first things that we put on our list. That's mm-hmm. actually the very top of my list that we started when <laughs> from our very first episode. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. La Pascualita or Little Pascuela, also known as the Corpse Bride. Huh. La Pascualita is a disturbingly lifelike mannequin. 
and she kind of adores the display window of this bridal shop called La Popular, and it's in Chihuahua, Mexico. The story goes that the original owner of the bridal shop, her name was Pascuela Esparza, and she had a beautiful daughter, name unknown, who died shortly before getting married because she was bitten by a black widow spider. That'll do it. Or can do it. Can do it. It's a little odd to me because... Wait, when was this again? 1930. Yeah, I could yeah. see how they wouldn't have... It, would, it wouldn't have like anti-venom or whatever. Yeah, I don't even think they had antibiotics at that point. So maybe a secondary infection that could have caused sepsis or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I'm just saying it's, it's unusual for a black widow to kill an adult human. A human child is more susceptible oh, as far as how much, size. like yeah. a, with the amount of venom that a black. Exactly. Oh, okay, exactly. And so, the, she could it could have also been uh, allergic. Yeah, allergic reaction, and then yeah, I mean it's still a nasty bite. Yeah, you, you even you if don't you're want an adult it. and it's not going to kill you outright, you don't fucking want that. It's like a rattlesnake biting you. Yeah, you don't. want It that might shit. not kill you, but it can lead to some necrosis and horrible. You, yeah, it's... secondary infections. So yeah, especially not in the nineteen thirties. Yeah. Maybe that wasn't the sole cause of her death where it started it, but... Yeah. Put it down that path. Put it down that path. Likely would have been more preventable nowadays. Oh, yeah. For sure. After Pascuela's daughter died by the bite of a black widow spider, she was so upset over her death that instead of burying her, she had her preserved and mummified, is what people think. Really? Yes. Well, that's a little fucked up. So when the mannequin made its debut, apparently they have have the date of this, interesting enough. March 25th, 1930 is when the mannequin first appears in the store window. And people right away are just like totally freaked out by the appearance of this mannequin. Yeah. It has glass eyes, but I mean, if you did preserve somebody, you'd have to get glass eyes. Yeah, probably. I mean, basically... Because I believe your regular eyes would probably cloud over at least when you die. It would so. cloud over, and I mean, eyes are just—they're just all like jelly-like. And it was they, the 1930s really hard too. To preserve. Yeah. Even like taxidermies, you know, they replace the eyes. Oh yeah, with glass. And that's yeah. basically what people are saying she did was that she like taxidermied her daughter <laughs> and put her on display. Now, if you see some pictures, like yeah, there was some really freaky shit about this mannequin. So her hair looks like appears to be real human hair. It doesn't grow, though, does it? <laughs> Not that I know of. Not that I know of. But her skin has a very lifelike color and texture to it. She has kind of like rosy cheeks. Her uh, her extremities are very pale. Her hands are the thing that is like super freaky. Like they have like little wrinkles in the palms. And really? The nails look extremely lifelike it looks like she has actual fingernails growing out of her hands and some people can say they have said they can even see like veins under the skin the appearance of veins wow yeah if you take a look at a picture of her hands it's very disturbing even her face is pretty it's pretty nuts huh oh jesus yeah her hands look like yes completely real yeah it looks like a completely real hand so suffice to say, a lot of rumors began swirling the second this mannequin went on display and people, and I don't really see like how they're, 
doesn't seem like they're way off base to say like that's yeah. your fucking daughter. They said that there's varicose veins on her legs. Yeah. And so she vehemently denied. Well, yeah. Having <laughs> no shit mummified her daughter and put her on display or taxidermied her. I don't know. However you want to refer to it. She was just like, no, it was just a really well-made mannequin. She maintained this like all the way to the end. Um, you know, I'm also just wondering, like, where the fuck do you get a mannequin like that in the I, 1930s yeah. in fucking Mexico? Yeah, it seems um, like you put, the people play pretty fast and loose with, well, everything everywhere in the 1930s. Yeah, but where do you get something that well made oh, in that part of the world? Well, um, when time? a mommy and a daddy love each other very much, oh my god, they make a baby that eventually grows up a little bit and then dies, and then you turn it into a mannequin. Oh, so gross. So it just seemed a little like unlikely that. I mean, I've seen some really nice store mannequins, but oh yeah, but like this one is, it's insane. The it's, hands like look completely real. It's completely insane. So and, I would have a hard time buying that one too. Yeah. Just like oh sure, it's just a really well made mannequin. You bought it from some super lifelike mannequin maker. I don't know. The current owner, because of course. Uh, Pascuela is now no longer with us. Oh, right. As one could assume. Did they did they come up with a new mannequin after she died? No. No, no. No, a new mannequin did not come into the store. Uh, okay. The current owner, his name is um, Mario Gonzalez. And he likes to kind of keep up with the legend. So he has a couple of uh, store employees change her twice a week. She <laughs> gets her dress changed. But it's always behind closed curtains. And one of the employees has said, quote, her body is not that of a mannequin. Crazy. So, so take that for what you will. Like, I mean, it's like I. She's like, that's that's a vagina. Like, there's no reason for this mannequin to have nipples and areola. Like, yeah, this is long before uh, sex robot time. So, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. I mean, I can see now. I mean, they can make some pretty they can make some pretty crazy things. Oh yeah. But this gal is from 1930. They could make we less crazy like things. We were talking like she then. is almost 100 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And that is some crazy shit. I would actually I would go to Chihuahua, Mexico to see this chick. No Island of the Dolls, but you'll definitely check out well, at least she's in a nice bridal store, okay? Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. So, yeah, so they change her twice a week, kind of in secrecy, and people on the inside say that she doesn't have the body of a mannequin. That's crazy. Under her Kind of gross. Yes. I mean, not that... Also... Like, a naked body is gross, but it is if it's... Right, you know, if it's, like, dead. dead and 90 years yeah. old or whatever. Um, it's also been said that her eyes follow you. That's... When you're walking around the store, or when you're walking outside, it's awful. <laughs> and people claim that she has changed positions when their back is turned. So she's one of those ones that she's not going to do it like right in front of you, but you turn your head, and then she'll suddenly be kind of like a she's little bit coy. different. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Fuck that! I don't <laughs> like that at all. Although nobody has 
really said anything bad though about right. her. Like they haven't. I guess that's been, like, true. They haven't visited the store and seen her, and then had terrible things happen. Like she hasn't knifed anybody. Right. Yeah. Exactly. She hasn't killed anyone. You know, no store employees have gone so suspiciously just, missing. Just mildly creepy. It's just yeah, yeah, just creepy because maybe she was an actual person who yeah, was like yeah. stuffed by her crazy mother and. Yeah, I mean, people have attributed her to, I read miracles happening at her feet. I don't know what exactly that means. Maybe the the sick have come there and she somehow healed them. They leave like flowers and candles for her outside of her display window. So she's definitely kind of got a little shrine going on. Oh, good. But yeah, so I mean, not, I guess, you know, she's not menacing. Yeah, that's, yeah, it doesn't sound, it just sounds, it's just weird because she's, you know, It's incredibly dead. weird. It's yeah. incredibly weird. And I would suspect that that is a mummified body. Yeah, I mean. I mean, those hands. I saw, I just saw a picture on the internet yeah. of hands and they really look very real. It's, it's pretty disturbing how real they look. So, I, it is one, yeah, definitely. And it looks, I would make the trip out there and, just to to see it in person. I'm imagining like maybe they could have carved something like that out of wax. Possibly that was that that looked that good, but it's not wax, right? Because you can't move like wax exactly, and it articulates in certain points. Yeah, you go to a wax museum. They just you know whatever you put on them for an outfit like that. What you see is what you yeah yeah. It's not going to change position. It's no. not going to allow for you to do to anything. Change it and move it and manipulate it. Unless you, I mean, not not without doing something. You would have to like right. You like, have to like maybe take it if apart you and maybe some way. Yeah, I, don't, yeah know. I don't know. I don't know how they make wax sculptures exactly, but I don't know the ins and outs. Not of the easily. Mechanics of it, but yeah, exactly. They're probably it's, not so, like articulating. And like I said, the the things from like 1930. Yeah, and it, so in the 1930s they didn't have like the technology we have now as far as like. 3D printers and shit, so there's... Right. Yeah, I mean, there's no reproducing something like that. Yeah, I I would say that's probably the dead girl. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Well, what do you think about cursed dolls in general and, you know, this kind of stuff? I mean, do you, do you believe in some of the claims people make? Some of them, I think, maybe. There's something going on. I believe some... But again, I think there's a lot of psychology to, like, cursed stuff, too. Yeah, definitely Like, I believe is. in curses, but especially when, you, when you're attributing it to a doll, I think there's certain reasons people tend to hone in on dolls and think that that, it, that if there's a curse going on, it's it's got to be the doll. Yeah. Yeah. So. But that doesn't mean that dolls can't be super creepy and, you know... <laughs> right. Haunted or not, they're creepy. Haunted or not, they can be creepy. Yeah. Also, they can be really co- cool and cuddly and appealing. So, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, maybe. In the case of that one. Yeah, in the case of that one. But, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't completely disbelieve all the stories. And I think there's certainly ones that are very strange and have some very weird aspects to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I mean, I think some of it is... Is bullshit and people who just want to get attention. Mm-hmm. But, you know, maybe some of it is just because so much energy was imprinted onto this thing that it... And when you were saying that earlier about, like, how kids put a lot of energy in dolls, people who maybe think that their doll is cursed especially, I mean, a lot of fear energy is put into them. Yeah. 
So not only do they get all this energy from kids, but also anybody who is disturbed by the doll, you're feeding that doll energy as well. You're feeding it negative energy. Especially if you already think there's something going on with it. It I mean, that sort of is like a kind of a tulpa situation. (laughs) Exactly. It feeds on your fear. It's like the story of the hat that was in the bush. You remember Mm -hmm. that one? Yes. Yeah. So, or I even mean, Freddy Krueger, you know, the more scared you were and the ex- more you believed in yeah, him, the more yeah. powerful he was and able to kill you, you yeah. know? Yeah. Crazy shit. Just be aware of the energy you're giving something. That's right. Yeah, be sure, you know, if I guess you can't really... I mean, if you have some, like, damn doll that, like, really freaks you out and you are just feeding it with lots of negative energy, just fucking, fucking burn get it. rid of it. Fucking <laughs> burn it. Or send it to that museum. Yeah, call yeah. the museum. I think it was paramuseum.com. All right. Yeah, we'll put a link in the show notes. We will. <laughs> and I think that is about all for this time. That's about all I can take of Freaky Doll Stories. Uh-huh. I can tell you that. Yeah, I am right there with you. So <laughs> thank you very much for listening, and we will talk to you next time. And stay strange. Do you enjoy the Stranger Than podcast? Please let us know. Rate and comment on iTunes. Check out and like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Podcast our Twitter at underscore stranger than, or drop us an email stranger than podcast at gmail.com. That's stranger than podcast, all one word at gmail.com. Also feel free to email us any strange, mysterious, or misunderstood stories or topic suggestions that you'd like to share or hear about.